Hi, guys out there. Welcome to our inaugural episode of Breaking the Chokehold. It's for myself, Doug Horko, and my co-host, Glenn LaPointe, are going to bring some really great information, some tips, tactics, tools, and training on how to build your best self and create your best life. You know what, though? We're just two ordinary guys becoming extraordinary, and we want to share our own experience of our own transformation, creating a life or designing a business that we love. So, you know, our story today is all about how did we break free from the chains of trial and tribulation or transition in our life or a mundane life and embrace a path of more income, lifestyle and freedom, just being in more control of our own life terms and directions. So, and it's a journey of our own self-discovery, overcoming challenges and ultimately living a life of passion and purpose. So anyhow, our first episode, which we are so excited to bring forward to you today is called Wake Up. And that's how you can go from ordinary to extraordinary. And the great thing is it all at start, it all starts with just making the decision to find your authentic self and to go for living your best life. So anyway, I just want to uh, introduce ourselves here a little bit about myself first, and I'll introduce you to my uh, colleague, uh, co-host here, Glenn LaPointe. But, you know, for me, about five years ago, I found myself just, you know, caught in a relentless grind of the nine to five. And I found myself living just in too much mediocrity that I was, I had a job and it was, uh, you know, the old word job, J-O-B, it means just over broke. And I was barely paying my bills. And, you know, and I just wasn't using my gifts and my talents and my passions and skills. And I knew that there was something more within me and I had to find what was that? What was my passion? What is my purpose? And how do I want to unleash that on my life? So I went through a lot of self-discovery and really figuring out who I was and what I wanted to do. I studied personal development. I started studying about entrepreneurship and business development and tried to really know what the world was needing and what my passions and values were. And I started to become this better version of myself. And I've embarked on my own journey now, uh, breaking my own chokeholds and designing a life and business of my uh, that I love. And I just got to share a quick quote here from Marie Folio, and she really sums it sums it up well. And she says, "The biggest gift in life is to experience your dreams while awake." So, with that said, I also want to introduce you to my co-host Glenn Lapointe, and he's going to share a little bit about his story, about his own transformation and transition, and and what's going on in his life. So, Glenn, what do you have to say, my friend? Well, um, for starters, I'm very excited about us uh, embarking on this podcast. Things in my life, uh, I would say that. The concepts you're going to hear over the next few episodes are things that I'm actually going through right now. I guess just to tell you a little bit about myself, my journey actually mirrors Doug's in many ways. So it began about 14 years ago after I clinched a 10-pin bowling championship. Uh, returning home, I pondered what's next. So ever since I was five, my aspiration has always been to entertain. So whether it's been singing or acting in film or theater, it was obvious of where I was leaning towards or where I was going. So just Despite setbacks like the axing of a government-funded film tax credit, I remained resolute to pursue my passion in any capacity possible. And this was really uh, before I got into the world of neuro-linguistic programming. Um, so already, you know, already within my um, my mindset is that I was actually taking the first steps towards something that resonated with me and that was that I was passionate about. So. 
I remained resolute to pursue my passion in any capacity possible. So fueled by determination and a vivid vision of my desired future, I reshaped my outlook on life and career aspirations. Uh, learning on the ropes of camera work, film editing, visual effects, and graphic design, I created a career uh, for my dreams. Because it's always been something I've been wanting to be a part of. So, yet I recognized that there was more to uncover. So, I embarked on a journey of personal development, earning a certification in neurolinguistic programming uh, as a practitioner. So, stay tuned, folks, because there's a lot of great stuff that comes with this, um, I guess, this um, transformational a way of looking at how your mindset works and how you relate to other people. So basically, for this, um, with this, NLP really made me realize that despite initially feeling content in my role in a communications and marketing role recently, and we're just fast forwarding to this year. Uh, so <laughs> this is pretty, pretty still brand new uh, in my world. But uh, a change in leadership within my organization prompted me a sense of impending change. So Despite the hesitations, I clung to the hope that circumstances would improve. However, fate and other, had other plans, and my position transitioned to a part-time contract work, jolting me into realizing the fallacy of relying on others for my career trajectory. This awakening propelled me to take charge of my destiny, vowing never to relinquish control again. I made that decision that there was absolutely under no terms, and am I going to let somebody determine what my path is going to be? And this pivotal moment spurred a shift in my mindset and intentions towards life. So instead of merely desiring abundance and fulfillment, I resolved to embody and embrace these qualities in every aspect of my existence. Hence, my collaboration with Doug Warwick on this podcast couldn't have come at a better time. So it not only rejuvenated my growth mindset, but empowered me to live life authentically and on my terms. I'm enthusiastic about this new chapter of my life, and I'm eager to not only live it myself, but also guide others towards breaking free from limitations and seizing their lives. And so that's, I think, between, you know, when we first met, like we were Facebook friends before we were, you know, in-person friends. And, um, and but once you realize somebody has that potential of collaboration or helping you get to the next level in a very true intent... Um, I think that's what I found uh, with, with our friendship is that it, it it has been of true intent, right? So, without further ado, let's get on with business here. You know what, Glenn? That's a you know that's a great story, and that the story of needing to uh, transition in your life, whether you're forced to transition or whether you just felt that there was something bigger and better for you, right? So, you uh, and like me were decided to take charge, to take leadership, right? I had this burning desire to become more, to be an author, to be a speaker, to be a coach, to be a freedom entrepreneur, if you will, right? So that I could actually coach and help people and add value all around the world and I can be anywhere uh, while I'm doing that. And so it was something that I that I really had. And so really I can boil down to some of the action steps that you had taken and that I had, to, and, and we are continuing to take. We both just decided to, regardless of the discontent or the turmoil that was going in our lives, we decided to embrace happiness. And we decided to not live in a world of challenge, oh, poor me, or I don't know what to do. We decided to pursue our passion and to find our purpose. And so that was really the first step in, in, in how to do that. And so you, as you said, you've had your, um, uh, you have your skills, you have your passions, and you have your talents, and you're gonna continue to develop that, and you're gonna move that forward. So with 
that said, then in order, well, what do you do when you have your, your, you wanted to pursue your passion and your purpose? And that's one thing to embrace it, but then you actually have to make a decision. So you got to d- decide to go down the path of fulfillment. It's one thing to say, Hey, I want to find happiness. I want to go uh, find my purpose and passion. Well, you got to now make some decisions. So Glenn, I got a couple questions for you because when you had to make some decisions, you know, you actually, there's, there's a number of decisions. So what did you have to decide? So for me, I had to decide to get rid of all of my doubts, all of my limiting beliefs and all of my fears that were holding me back because I never thought I could be an author and a speaker and a coach and help hundreds of people all over the world um, with helping them transition in their own mindset development and uh, develop their own businesses. And so I had to get rid of that. And all of a sudden I started to do it. So how did you, what did you do? How did you get rid of your fear and limiting beliefs that, that were holding you back? Well, uh, it all starts with awareness. Um, just being aware of that voice inside your head that tells you that you can't do something. Like as an actor, you know, I did, I've done film for a number of years. And so whenever I've gotten into the conversation with people, it's always been, well, I could never do that. And the first question out of my mouth, now that I'm aware, because now they're limiting themselves, I ask them, like, have you ever done that? You know, and 99.9% of the time, it's people that have never done it. So if you haven't done it, and you say you can't do it, how do you know, right? So prime example of that, I'm just going to elaborate a little bit. So a couple of years ago, um, I uh, got into a conversation with a friend of mine um, in reference. So him and his son, they were um, acting in all these big musicals um, here in Regina at the Conexa Center. And, you know, you saw how much fun they were having. And I've done musicals before. The last one I ever did was in high school. 1987 was the last time I was actually on stage. And so, but it really intrigued me because theater is just another form of acting. And it's, and again, being of a growth mindset, um, I wanted to grow in that part of my craft. So I sat down with him and I talked to him about the group. It's, it's a community theater. And the thing is, they're inclusive and they do these big, elaborate musicals. And so I asked them, I said, flat out, like, sell me. Or tell me, give me the Coles notes on what this organization is about. Because the first thing you have to do before you actually embark on anything, any form of change, is if this change or if this growth opportunity is congruent to your life, to you. And congruent, um, you know, is it going to help you get to the next level? It's going to help you grow as a person. And so I sat down with him and he told me about how inclusive the group was. They have a school that they run. You know, like, so everything about what he said, you could tell his passion. So I'm reading all this and I thought, okay, I am going to try out for this. So I went and I arranged an audition for the musical Oliver. And I landed one of the lead adult roles. Um, I was the bad guy, Bill Sykes. And I ended up doing four performances on that big stage in front of like eight to 900 people a night. You know, I didn't have the fear that a lot of people would limit themselves with. Like, I could never do that because I'll be in front of people and I'll be afraid. And so part of that, when you, when you look at the awareness, I think the biggest part for me is that I already knew I was an actor, right? Nothing was limiting me from being an actor. And so I went and I acted and I had fun and it was a growth experience because I got to use my voice again. I got to interact with people of all different lifestyles and ages and you know what I mean? Like it was just a great group to be a part of. So congruency and just 
awareness, I guess, to answer your question, just awareness. You know, and that's really great. And that example of you taking charge of going after that acting role, you know, most people have so many opportunities available to them, but they actually have so they come up with excuses about why they can't do something. It is because they have all these fears, whether it's their fear of failure, right? Fear of ridicule, fear of the unknown, fear of success. What will this do to me? So it's all and fear, as we all know, is just false evidence that appears real. We create all these stories in our mind and so that we have so many of these opportunities that miss us, right? We have all these gifts and all these talents and all these skills. And, but yet 90% of the people take these skills and these talents and miss opportunities to the grave, right? Because of, of fear and self-doubt and the graveyard becomes the number one richest place on earth, right? Full of unused potential and talent, right? So that is, that is a great thing. You just demonstrated how you just get rid of excuses. You just got to go do something you love and you got to take, take a chance. And so you actually are, you were just making, uh, you committed to being someone who wants to unleash, right? You have to make that commitment. That's another a great decisions. And then you had to turn, you know, any, any negative failures that you may have had in the past, you have to turn negative failures into a stepping stone because whatever happened in the past doesn't mean it's going to happen in the future. Right. So, and, and you, you were demonstrating that. So well done. Yeah. And not only that, looking at even like how we define things, like, when you hear the term failure, there's such a negative stigma to it. Uh, when I took my NLP certification, there was something that really resonated with me. We are so driven to fails and errors and mistakes. And, and when you hear that, when that's in your mindset, a lot of the time, that's where those things, all those talents, all those things that you were just describing earlier, fall to the wayside. You have to look at whatever it is you do, like a science experiment. And even um, my partner actually helped me reframe this as well, because I used to call it results, but we decided to call it outcomes because really everything we do, everything we attempt, everything that uh, you have aspirations to be successful at has an outcome. And whether the outcome is what you want uh, or what you don't want, again, there comes that congruency again, it's still an outcome. So what you got to do is you got to go back to the beginning of what your process was. You got to find out what wasn't working, change something to get a different outcome. And a lot of people have this visualization that the outcome has to be something specific, but a positive outcome can be that and more. You know what I mean? Like there's a treasure trove of stuff that could occur. Oh, you don't have to be so focused on just one. It's just keeping a mindset of, of it's going gonna, it's gonna to grow no matter what, right? Because you're in a girl's situation. So, so no mistakes. You know what? That, that's a, it's a great point. And one of the other decisions, so we kind of just to recap about decisions, right? You got to decide to abandon that fear and limiting beliefs. You got to decide to get rid of excuses. You got to decide to go for what it is that you want. And just what you said there, you also have to make that decision to surround yourself with people who see the best in you and who can add value to you and who can provide that unwavering support and encouragement. Because without a team of people that have the positivity to move forward, you're going to, if you're hanging around negative people, right? They say you become the 
average sum of the five closest people you hang around with. So if you're not succeeding in life, look to your friend network. So what a great transition there to have a partner that was somebody that was supporting you that understands mindset and understands reframing things and looking at the way the world should be. And just to uh, finish off our third point here, you know, so really in the end, we, one of the other decisions that you have to make is you have to decide to raise your standards. And that really means demanding your to be the best and to live your best life possible. And a lot of people don't even know what that looks like, right? They, they, they're caught in this mundane world, right? They're caught, they're spinning their wheels, going fast, but going nowhere. They're living in discontent and they don't spend enough time visualizing what this best life could be. So Glenn, just kind of share a couple of moments about what, how did you come to a new visual when you were going through some transition of, you know, uh, moving from that job or losing a job? How did you start to say, okay, I'm going to demand this new best life. So what did you see? How did you, how did you decide to raise your standards and how did you, what, what vision did you see for yourself? I would say it's not so much raising my standards because myself, and I mean, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, um, like anybody else, I'm a human being and I do fall back every now and then. And we do that. It's, it's, but sometimes if you have people around you that are aware, I'm going to call you on it, you know, which is what I absolutely love. I mean, is it frustrating when it first happens? Yes, but that's part of the change, right? So I would say it wasn't really a decision more than a realization that I needed to do this. That, I mean, how many times have we caught? Like, I mean, for the last 30 years, I've been, and then I'll, I'll use my present situation as the example. So for the last 30 years, I've avoided being on any kind of employment insurance because I've always had a job to go to because I would go there on my own, my own accord in some respects, right? I guess when it comes to, in my current situation, getting out of it um, or moving forward and making that decision to, to not do what my pattern was, it was the awareness of what I was doing that I needed to take control of because I'm at a point in my life where I have all these skill sets and if somebody does not value, like say an organization, if they don't value what you bring to the table, you have the right to have that self-worth. Your self-worth is one of the most important things that you could carry with you. And if somebody doesn't see that, whether it be in your personal life or in your professional life, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pull any punches on it. I'm just gonna, just gonna do it. You know, I was told that like my partner came up me like the day and the day after after I lost my job and said it's okay to mourn it's okay to mourn that job and feel bad and and it's okay to take a day and just lay in bed and not get out and just not do anything and and I and I I said no I'm not going to follow that you know that that's really great you were actually you just mustered up the energy whether you were harnessing uh, a negative situation you just turned it into positive and you just kept moving forward it, you know and I just to add from for myself in my own my own journey right i've spent probably the last 10 years you know visualizing what is this life that i want what is my best life look like you know and it, it ended up i have this you know a 6 by 6 vision board right that i have in my office of all the things that i where i want to develop personally socially emotionally physically, financially, in relationships, right? All these things. And, and it all really boiled down is that I really wanted more time freedom, financial freedom and geographic freedom, but really just living my passion and, and my purpose, right? In life and finding that, right? Because I really do feel our purpose in life is to find, is to find our purpose and live our passion, right? And just continuing to evolve like that as an individual. So, you know, with that, with that said, you know, part of our podcast is really wanting to give uh, the best amount of information in such a short period of time 
time. I think I just want to delve into having some questions for ourselves here that you and I, Glenn, can answer. But it's really for our audience to, um, you know, to also answer as well as they may be going through transition in life, uh, whether they're losing a job or they just feel like there's just something more for themselves that they want to experience in life. You know, there are going to be some moments of evaluation that people are going to have to um, to have to go through. So, you know, Glenn, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. And while I'm asking you some questions, I want our audience to hopefully answer these, you know, questions for themselves as well. So would you say, so how motivated do you think you are to change your life now and career and start a business you love or start a new career? How motivated are you on a scale of one to five? It's a six. It's a six, six, right? Absolutely. And you know what? There's obviously reasons for that because, you know, you want to generate income and you want to continue to develop that uh, business and and a life you love. So how aligned do you feel with what you were doing then and what you're doing now on a scale of one one to five? Um, Yeah, that's a great question, Doug. Um, I would say now I'm, I'm, I'm a four, right? But leading up to that, I was probably a one or a two. And that's because, again, talk about that realization thing, right? So when I realized that, you know, I waited and held on thinking that things were going to change in, in, in my work life, that um, I held on to it as long as I could. And then one day, having the rug pulled from underneath you, right? So I was a one leading up until January 8th, which is the day it happened. Um, and then I became a four right after that, because even after talking to you, like three or four days later, I'd already made the decision. I got to figure out a way to make it better for me. Right. Because you have to look out for yourself. So I would say now I'm a four because now I've taken all the steps. Right. Right. Awesome. And you know, this is going to be one of the most important questions. I think everybody has to have an answer for all the time in their life and it keeps needs to keep being reevaluated. So, uh, Glenn, so do you have now uh, a personal mission, a purpose or a passion of something that lights you up when you talk about it? <laughs> That's a long list. I think, yeah, and you know that for a fact, there's a lot of things that I, I, I put my hands into. So I would say um, I do have a personal mission. So there's, and I have two of them. One of them is I like to entertain. So that would be the, I want to pursue that, that movie side of things. So I want to be a producer. I also write and I want to continue doing that. But I also want to help people. You know, and that's why we're here today. And that's why I think we resonate so well together in, in our mindset on what we want to accomplish here is because I want to help people. I want, I, I, and I'm not saying that you have to listen to everything I say, but it has to be something that you have to ponder. You have to be open to it. So I want to help people change. You know, that's absolutely wonderful. I know that's exactly what's brought us together. You know, we're brought together here to help serve and help people uh, out there that may be going through some transitions and really want to develop that mindset. They want to actually maybe expand their career or they want to develop a business, you know, that they love as well. So I've got a couple of other just questions. I'm going to leave these for the audience to hopefully answer uh, uh, the ones that are here listening. So for the audience out there, you know, uh, ask these questions to yourself on a daily basis. So So what in your life exhilarates you and are you doing enough of it? You know, how can you do more of what you love? And if you could learn a new skill today, what would it be? And then what are some of the things that are most important to you in life? And so I really want you to look at your life now and ask yourself, are you living the life of your dreams? And a really important question we all need to ask ourselves on a daily basis, if you had one year left to live, what would you do? Because you should go ahead and start doing that. 
And finally, uh, how can you create the opportunities that you're looking for? And what are your biggest goals and dreams you want to pursue? And lastly, what do you want to achieve in one year from now, three years from now, five years from now, and 10 years from now? And start ask, asking these questions. It's the best kind of self-discovery uh, you can ever start doing to get you on a journey to design a life or a career or a business you love. Glenn, do you have any final uh, comments you'd like to uh, share? I'm just really excited that, uh, that I'm on this journey. I'm really excited that we can take people on this journey with us. And um, I really look forward to seeing where we're going to be ending up in a year from now, because that's my goal is, is to, um, is to be doing all the things that I want to be doing. You know, awesome, Glenn. I'm really excited to be on this podcast with you and, and for all in the audience, you guys, you've got just two ordinary guys becoming extraordinary, sharing our life experiences, designing the best life, becoming the best version of ourselves. And we're here to share those tips, tactics, tools, and training opportunities for you. So watch for uh, more episodes on a weekly basis. We're really looking forward to uh, providing some great insight to our listeners. Absolutely. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Have a good one.